Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Global Frequency. I'm your host, CJ Rock, and I'm joined by some very special guests tonight again. The lovely James, please say hello. Hello, hello, and hello. The lovely, the lovely, lovely TC. Uh, bonjour, mon ami. Thank you for joining me again, guys. Um, we've done a couple of shows. I managed to get each of them out after recording straight away up online. I'm ever so proud of myself for doing that. I'll be even more proud of once I learn to edit properly. That'll be such a fantastic moment. But I think the show's all turned out pretty well, and I'm quite happy with, with that. Um, so welcome back to the Global Frequency, the election specials. It's been a rough couple of days. In fact, it's been a rough couple of years. I remember the night that um, Donald Trump won the election and everything you could imagine, I think, Brexit was the was the first blow to, um, I, I think, not just the left, but sort of rational thought. And along came Trump, who literally was like, hated experts, hated scientists, hated um, climate science, hated um, leftist politics, hated, well, it was clear he already hated black people. Um, but he just, he just was like, it was like um, Lex Luthor being elected in a DC comic book. It was something you couldn't quite quantify or imagine, but you knew it hurt. Um, and for me, it was a start of a process which made it, it seemed like people became so much more disenfranchised with politics. It felt like people were like looking at it and going, Well, what do I matter? You know. Um, people started calling you calling people names more. So if you're on the left, if you weren't on the Donald side, you were lefty or leftard or a snowflake, you know, it, it, it was sort of like the, the people who were winning were the worst winners in the world. They were mean, they were vicious, and you almost felt, you didn't feel comfortable criticizing them or getting into discussions with them because they wouldn't really discuss things with you. They'd, they'd bring up something else what was it the phrase what a battery became quite popular during these past four years and although there's a lot of people out there a lot still a lot of my friends who don't care about politics um and think we shouldn't be interested in the the american uh, elections i think we should be just simply out of the fact that we like i said in the previous show we do copy a lot of stuff but also i want to I'm, I'm concerned about um if abortion rights for American women are taken away. Um, I'm concerned that African-Americans are treated as lesser humans. I'm and I know Biden isn't necessarily the person to change that, but I know Biden's also now more likely to have a black person. Well, he's got a, a black vice president, um, a non-white vice president. He's also gonna have black people in his cabinet. Um, he's also going to try and do things. We're necessarily going to get it, but he's going to try and do things to, if if anything, make up for when he used to be a, a staunch defender of um, segregation back in the day, um, and also make up for things like the laws that he worked on during the nineties, which did incarcerate more black people. Whereas with Trump, 
but nobody can tell me that he would have made it better for these groups of people. Um, and I think what makes me really happy that let's say Joe Biden does lose today, he's still going to have gotten the, the, the largest turnout in American electoral history, which may not mean much to Trump, but it means something in the fact that, again, America stood up and gone, we're a liberal country. Um, we don't we don't believe in that stuff. And it happened with Hillary. Even though she lost, she got the popular vote. But this is literally the biggest turnout for any candidate um, since Obama um, and in the history of, of American politics. So I do feel quite positive and I do feel quite, um, not that he's won, but I do feel that, you know, as much abuse, as much abuse as I've had to take over the past four years, as much um, online annoyances of, as I've had to deal with and as much as horror and pain as I've seen that actually this, this is a really important moment and not something that people over here should ignore. So here to discuss that with me and more <laughs> is James and TC. James, how do you, you know, do you see the things I'm seeing? Am I being, I know I work at a drama school. Do you think I'm being a bit too dramatic? Or, or do you think this is actually quite an important moment um, in more than just lefty-righty um, that this could define yeah. for America moving forward? Yeah, I, I, I do think it's incredibly important um, for the the notion of the westernised world and um, the kind of globalisation uh, from the westernised cultural base because it basically all, all came from uh, the america the the positivity the um develop yourself in, in a way that is going to make yourself prosperous that american dream absolutely was uh, transported uh, across the pond and then you had the the age-old alliance between the uk and and the us you know the the um the old friendship and unions there but it's now beginning to feel because of um, the the rise of the right and Donald Trump and Brexit and Boris and all these things that we're suddenly becoming or realizing we're, we're the minority. I, I uh, when I traveled when I was a bit younger to more kind of uh, Middle Eastern countries and Africa a little bit, you kind of realize that that westernized idea um, of you know everything in, in abundance it's never going to run out is is in the minority but those people that live in 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 that sort of society um, are shielded from the fact that uh, they are a minority and continue to believe that they are a majority now the the problem here is that little bubble of what I'm going to call kind of the US and UK because that, I, I take a step back. That's whose who's news that we engage with. We don't. We, we know more about the U.S. than we do about our closest neighbour. Um, mm. And the only reason we know about uh, France and others is because of some of the extremist things that are happening there. That's all. All that kind of filters over. But we know more about um, uh, Hillary Clinton's emails or pretty much anything going on in the US that, that we do in France, Germany, Poland, Spain, Portugal. We have an idea, but it comes down to this whole fact that um, there's something called in psychology called um, IED, the illusion of explanatory depth, where we go, no, we know all about uh, Europe. We understand it. We get it completely. It's like, okay, great. What's, uh, um, how many states are there in Poland, for example? 
uh, and no, nobody really knows anything about that. In fact, Poland followed the, um, uh, the, the US model of splitting their whole country into states. Um, so it, it has a dramatic effect on us. It, it's almost as, as dramatic as the fact that when you question um, how we decide our time and calendar, we go, oh, it's the, it's the Christian calendar. That, that, that's what's embedded into us. We know nothing else. We don't know a different timeline uh, that isn't January to December. And we're now going, um, well, we don't know anything that isn't exported over from the US to the UK. Um, and we're, we're just um, encased in there. What, what's outside of the edge of our world? We haven't a clue, but we don't even know that world exists. And now that's crumbling and imploding in a way that is detrimental to us. Mm. Um, and th that kind of caving in, that implosion is severely affecting i think the mentality of our nation i i really do and i i, th I think it's devastating to see mm. tc um i just want to pick you up on a couple of points Curtis, from your opening monologue you you compared donald trump to lex luther the earth's greatest criminal mind i didn't compare i said it felt like that i didn't say he was a, a direct um you know the greatest criminal night mind in the in the in the um in the well, galaxy. History, no, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I didn't. I didn't. I made the, the feeling it felt like um, that. And, and number two, I think the reason that that Joe Biden's got such a massive um, turnout for voting, like, I think, is one of the biggest in history for the Democrats, is again purely for Donald Trump because of Donald Trump. You know, because mm. people are fed up with it. Now, yeah. what, What's this? You know, it's it's it's. I don't think it's so much Joe. If it was Bernie Sanders, it probably get less. In fact, because mm. I, Americans really hate anything that really helps them as a as a people. Um, but it, to me, if Joe Biden, I think we went through this last night. If Joe Biden doesn't doesn't get through it, and taking on what what James said, it's, it it becomes countries become insular, and that's what Donald Trump's done really well. He's yeah. made. He's made the Americans feel very special and that they need a lot of protection, you know, from the Muslims, from the Mexicans, from any foreigner who's basically brown, uh, from the people that are brown within their own country. Um, but does the UK actually have a special relationship with the US? Are we culturally similar? And I think we're not. I think the US is a much more diverse country, as diverse as the UK is. It, within Europe, I think it's probably more diverse than any other. I'm guessing that, by the way. I don't know that for mm. a fact. But I'm guessing the UK is more diverse than most other nations, probably apart from Holland. Um, but, you know, are we that similar? Because I think that, that the US is, is more multicultural. Yes, it has those rust belts. And I don't think those rust belts are very are very translatable to, you know, someone from Durham or someone from, sorry about that, Barnard Castle, um, <laughs> someone from Yorkshire or something like that. I don't think that they're translated. I don't think we have a special relationship anymore. I think we believe there's a special relationship. Yeah. But I think it's a relationship that the US will dump us straight away. When, when it's not convenient, <laughs> see you later, pal, or with a, with a trade deal, which means that they'll get whatever they want and pretty much will get crap. Um so I don't, the, the insular, I know it's going around the world, but I, uh, you know, if, if Biden gets in, there's a bit of hope. You're, I'm hoping he's the kindly uncle who like sits you on his knee and goes, look, there's no need to be uh, scared of thunder and lightning. I'm here. 
We're going to watch the storm together. I'm going to have a cup of tea and probably a snooze. All right. Why don't you play with those toys? That's <laughs> we want Joe Biden to be that uncle, not not Donald Trump, the creepy uncle who's trying to touch you. Do you know what I mean? That's that's, that's the uncle that we don't want. Um, so it, it, I don't think, as you said, I don't think that Joe Biden will, will revolutionise anything. I think, I think in, in many ways he could be the father figure that the United States need through this pandemic. Mm-hmm. He tries to guide it. Yeah, that's what I'd be looking at, rather than this asshole who just thinks he's the best and the greatest, and everything he does is great, and everything that his predecessor has done, he tries to tear down because it's shit, although it's not, it's shit, he's better. You know, he's a really weird, almost childlike persona. Um, so uh, for me, it's it's about hope. And it, uh, as we said, I think over the last couple of nights, it, it would show that although although we're swinging to the right, hopefully we're swinging back. And I, I, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of swinging completely to the left. You know, I'm probably a bit more liberal, but I'm a bit of a conservative. Do you know what I mean? So... It's somewhere in that central ground, and that's where I am, really. But we'll find out what happens, mate. I, I still don't think it's a done deal, and I keep checking my phone, and um, I'm not seeing anything new. Sorry, but that's where I stand. Sorry, mate. I I think um, did any did either of you stay up and watch it during the night, or did you just go to sleep and 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 wait until the morning? I saw some of it, and sleep. then yeah, decided I slept. to go. Decided to sleep. Yeah, pretty, pretty mm. tired. But, um, I mean, what what direct effect is it actually going to have on my life? Um, uh, you know, w- within the next couple of months. I mean, I, I, actually, is it going to mean that I lose a job? Does it mean I'm going to uh, have a reduction in uh, my income? Is it going to affect my emotional health? Uh, unless I get so emotionally caught up uh, with, with the lives of of the US and things, you know, the, mm. the answer the answer is probably no. So it, it's that perception that TC was talking about. We, we perceive a special relationship because we've been had it kind of drummed into us since since a, a young age. Uh, you know, me, me being forty, so so all I know there's a special relationship between US and and UK. Don't don't really know what that that you know potentially means uh, aside from you know maybe trade deals being, being a l- little fairer and things but um you know th- th- that's based on kind of world war politics uh, if i understand that correctly but th- that's the thing i mean it's just a concern i mean that that's mm. that's what i have it, it's the concern that you know somebody has been um able to pull the wool over so many people's eyes tens of millions like 50 million people's eyes uh, at least that he is a progressive uh, dominant fighter of a character that is a positive force um within the country that he runs and, mm. and it just blows my mind that that it is understood in that way and I heard something I've been listening to the radio for for a lot of the day and you know a lot of the rhetoric that's that's been yeah. uh, been said and and one of the interesting things uh, for, for me was you know that this whole idea that maybe uh, that there's a massive latino and cuban contingent that have yes. voted his way like down in down mm. in florida yeah uh, being about 
the reason for that being that they they are also insulated into a certain type of media and that's mm. all they engage with and they don't actually go outside of that type of media and that media is pro trump so they're just hearing all of this stuff never engaging or bothering to engage with um uh, the, the the opposite arguments or seeing yeah. him as telling lies it's incredible i can give you some background on that if you want um with Cuba. florida yeah, it's, it's partly the Cuba thing. The vast majority of Latinos in Florida voted Democrat, I believe. But there is that large contingency that just hates Cuba. But also, I think a lot of people make the mistake with the Latino population. It's, it's as they make the same mistake with a lot of African-American males. Latinos, for the vast majority, are conservative in their politics. Okay, they're very religious, they're very, and if this sounds like a stereotype, I do apologize here now, but they're very religious, very family orientated, and they bind to that stereotype that the Republicans stand for that. Um, and I think that's where the problem always is with Florida. They look, they hate Cuba so much, that, you know, that's why I think Trump reintroduced the embargoes, which had been removed under Obama. Um, and I, I think that's always going to be the case. And also, Floridians, freaking crazy. You know, people have tried to rationalise Florida for a long time, but they're not. I mean, they, they, uh, Florida's a crazy place, and they're crazy, crazy people, as far as I'm concerned. Um, every time you hear about a weird murder or whatever, it's always Florida. Um, and and I, I think it's just... It's just a strange place. I, I, you know, not to be mean to them, but they're crazy. I'm sorry. Um, now, in terms of what where we're left with at the moment, I think um, our news is just popping up that they declared Wisconsin for Biden, but Woo-hoo. Trump's already appealing it. Now, for the past couple of hours, Trump's been appealing all the um, com- uh, the um, v- votes, and I think they just announced he's taking a court. He's called in the lawyers to actually stop them counting votes, um, which he, they can't do, which is yeah. strange. But it also now seems to be that Trump's really trying to to literally stop this election from being completed. Well, they're, the they're, they're saying, saying on Radio 4, 4 earlier that actually if, if they did stop the count now, Biden mm. would win. Yeah. That's, so, so nothing he says or does makes any sense. Mm. It's just, it's just weird. I don't saying I've never seen anything like it. I'm like, what's what could possibly be going through somebody's head um, to think they can do that? Is is like, have we seen as crazy as Trump can get, or is this the actual final throes of that he, super he, villain takedown that yeah. they're going to send in Obama with a hammer, and he'll just <laughs> like stop. <laughs> he's he's already said that uh you know there's been people witnessing putting uh fake ballot boxes full of uh full of votes um into into the count you know he's he's saying those things no but um yeah there's also other people that that are saying that yeah he's he's going to take it to the uh uh, to to the high court and then it's going to be thrown out because there's no evidence whatsoever there's been any sort of tampering or and there's no information coming through that there are any problems you know so yeah very very weird stuff at least not on the democratic side 
Uh, one of the stories I've seen <laughs> flash up is that in Texas, a, a federal judge has ordered the FBI to go and investigate, um, this is in Texas, to go and investigate UPS, because as we know, a lot of the votes were mail-in ballots, mm. and apparently UPS has not been delivering them. So I, I don't know what that means for Texas, because um, I think Texas is declared already. And once mm. it's declared, there's very little chance of turning things around. But I, I think that Trump doing this is actually going to make more problems for the Republicans, because I, I know I mentioned it slightly yesterday, but they have been involved in some of the most unscrupulous um, voter suppression in history, I, I mean, literally wiping people off of ballots um, and all the rest of it. Now, one of the things that struck me about the American voting system, which I know it looks terrible, but it looks like a voting system that's actually working to a large degree, is that um, even if you, a lot of Americans who'd made mistakes on their voting ballots, right? If you've made a mistake, you can actually fix it online. They unfortunately don't tell you that you've messed it up and you have to go in and check yourself. But I was thinking, actually, our voting system is very antiquated and very dated. Um, why isn't it that we've brought technology into uh, our voting system so you can, uh, there's more postal voting or you can do it online? Um, and uh, I think, although I, you know, I don't think I'd change many votes in the UK, Yes, the US system looks a bit messy because of the electoral voting system. But outside of that, it's actually way ahead of the game um, in terms of especially electric voting machines. I've never seen one in the UK. I don't even think we have them over here. No, we don't. Um, but I think that would be very, very interesting and stuff like because it might actually get more people to vote. Um, electronic voting booths have been used in the States for a while. And like I said, this is the largest turnout, which some people have gone, it's because our population's higher. But in general, Americans don't vote. The vast majority don't vote. And this has been a massive turnout because everybody's fed up with um, Trump to a large degree. But look at that. 70 million people voted for Biden so far. You know, I think it'd be quite interesting if we could really look at bringing some of that tech over here. Now, um, it looks like we've still got a couple of more days. Trump's going crazy. How bad do you think Trump could get? Um, I've people have been saying that he wouldn't leave the White House if he loses. Do you reckon Trump would be able to do that, or do you reckon he would try and do that? I don't know. You you, you never know. I mean, you'd hope he he leaves graciously when he does <laughs> uh, when he does lose, but I don't know. You can you can never tell. I mean, how is it going to happen? How is it going to happen when he does? have to leave what is he yeah. going to do does he have any powers to invoke any sort of military action does he become um a dictator that does he absolutely radicalize um his following in a way mm. that sees the complete and utter destruction of of america in my mind does he do that you know you'd say probably not but you you can never know with this one. Mm. What's I, I don't think uh, gracefully. I, I don't know. I don't. Do you know what I reckon is going to happen? And again, I'll put money on this. Come Friday, when it's announced that if he, if he loses, I reckon he'll literally resign there and then, 
leave the White House there and then and go, do you know what? I'm not hanging around for a month and that'll be Pence for a whole month. Or he'll play, start playing games and, and passing laws by you know decree, which he can do, just to mess with the um, Democrats a little bit more. Um, but I like to like, yeah, I don't see him doing him doing it gracefully. But I don't see him sitting there for a month with the humiliation of losing because I just don't think he can take it. Because normally the presidents sit at the ignore uh, at the um, whole ceremony as well. Yeah, they were all right. Yeah. I don't see that happening. Now, moving on quickly, this is the last the last furlough of the show. Um, Biden actually seems like, even if Biden wins, he seems like he's going to be in quite a difficult position. Why is he going to be in a difficult position, you may ask? Because of the House and the Senate. Uh, have they um, lost both? No, the, the Democrats will keep hold of the House by the looks of it, but it doesn't look like they're going to take the Senate. And the Senate's almost certainly... The, the second key to it all. Um, with the Senate, you that's who, you know, so the laws go into the House and then they go up to the Senate. And it doesn't look like they're going to get the Senate, which means, what else does that mean? That means Supreme Court judges cannot be, if you, uh, you can't, you won't be able to get any Supreme Court judges past the Senate. Yeah. So I think effectively, um, it could be like a bit of a lame duck presidency by the looks of things. Um, because the or, Republicans but, aren't going to cooperate, I yeah. doubt, by the looks of things. You, you mean for Biden? I, I think, yeah. Wow. I, I was going to say, I think we sort of forget that there are quite a lot of Republicans that actually aren't happy with Trump. Mm. So actually might not be as, as, as poor, you know, they might be more open to negotiation than the yeah. crazy um, that unfortunately yeah, yeah, yeah. Trump is... Trump's is Put around him, but but obviously we'll see. I mean, there's n- we don't know who's won yet. I know it looks mm. it looks slightly in favour of Biden, but it means fuck all. That part of my language means nothing at the moment. I just can't wait to take if he wins. I know it's bad, boys. I do know it's bad, and I know I shouldn't do it. But I'm going all out on Facebook for a couple of days. I'm like, I'm going to sit there and literally find every Daily Mail reader who ever said Red Wave or libtard, or silent majority. And I will give him some stick. And I know it's bad, yeah? But this has been four years of absolute hell for me. Um, Don't act like Trump, please. Don't act like Trump. (laughs) Even if I had the money, I couldn't act like Trump. I mean, there's not a strong possibility of that. Um, If, 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 again, I don't want to... I know he could lose... Are you boys going to do anything special if Biden wins? Um, I just be and a be little honest bit now. Be honest. <laughs> Maybe a little, just a little bit happier in the human race, but then again, you know, it's, it's what we talked about yesterday. It's it's shone that light on the fact that there is a problem, you know, a global hmm. problem with. Are people not willing to engage with facts, reality, and truth? Yeah. Um, and no, no matter how you present it to them, they just will not mm. decide to believe it. Uh, which means that there's fundamental psychological, global problems yeah. that we we have. And no, no matter what happens, if Biden gets in, he's absolutely faced with that. He's faced with the backlash of, you know, close to half of the voters 
mm. you know, hating him, maybe protesting, maybe causing um, a world of problems. Mm. Uh, and you, then you've got the, the rest of the world almost a little bit confused that the, it's no longer as straightforwardly rightist. <laughs> you know, yeah. because that's that's an easy thing to understand. Yeah. Being a, a little more centrist and, and, and maybe a little bit left rather than extreme mm. left. Extreme left is easy to understand, um, but centrist isn't un- easy to understand. So I, I think it, it, it. You know what? It'll be easy yeah. to understand if Trump wins. If Biden wins, the world will just be another bizarre, strange place for another couple of years. <laughs> on that, on that, yes, it's very true. Right. So, um, gents, I'm thinking made, you know, we don't have a result yet. If and when we do get a result, would you guys be happy to come back for another show? The audience demands it. I'm not demanding it. The audience are. Would you guys be apt to do that if, if we if we do get a result in the next couple of days? Yeah. yeah. I do like your dulcet yeah. times. Beautiful. Now, um, before we wrap this up, I, I'd like to say that, you know, this election has been an absolute roller coaster. As, as much as, you know, it's been difficult for Trump and Biden, it has been an election of firsts. I think the first openly trans um, senator has been elected and the first openly black gay um, member of, of uh, the Senate has been elected. And I think as much as Trump seems to have t- tried to take America back to the uh, time of uh, burning crosses and lynching, um, America has actually, again, shown that it is one of the most liberal places um, in in the world to a degree, and um, it's elected people in up there that you know in a couple of years might actually run for president, and might galvanise people again before the Republicans select their next celebrity president, um, wrestler, whoever that may be. I'm I'm going for um, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Do you reckon? <laughs> no, he's too liberal. <laughs> Although I don't even know if he's a Republican. Um, but yeah, I know the Rock's a Democrat. I don't know who their next candidate could be. But, you know, once this election finishes, the next one begins. Because why? The election cycle in the USA is never ending, ladies and gentlemen. It goes on and on like the song that never ends. I won't sing that for you now, but we'll do that for you another time. Right, so let's wrap this up. Gents, again, thank you for coming. Um, it's an absolute blast. If and when the results come in, which will probably be actually on Thursday sometime in the afternoon, I'm going to assume, um, we will be back hopefully tomorrow for another show. I hope you've enjoyed the past couple of days, gents, because I certainly have. Or maybe I just get excited when I've got a big microphone in front of me. I don't know. Anyway, that's a joke for another time. Um, (laughs) 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 Or maybe we'll try and stream it to you so you can watch us online. Ladies and gents, please join us again. This is Global Frequency, presented to you via the newestablishment.co.uk. I've had my fantastic co-hosts, James and TC. Thank you again. And we'll be back for some more, another bonus show, whenever those results come in, or at least when we can shout down the microphone. Ladies and gentlemen, may I introduce to you the 46th President of the United States, Joe Biden. If we can come (laughs) back and say that, then we'll do that for you too. Have a nice night. Um, Like, share, tell your grandma about the podcast, and hopefully come back for more. This is a Global Frequency. Good night. I don't know what's happening. <laughs>